good people happy wednesday this is jay-z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle good morning good afternoon or good evening or whenever you're deciding to listen into this cast thank you very much for tuning in um you know another wednesday back at it and y'all i can't wait to like i feel like i feel like i should celebrate with all the applause (laughs) because we did it we did it and you're probably like, what, what did we do? Um, I finished my thesis last Wednesday and the last couple of weeks, you guys were entertained by previous episodes only because I just had to power through those last couple of weeks. And while I wanted to dedicate more of my time with you than I did with my thesis and my individual work, I, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And so, um, a fellow listener reached out and said, hey, I think it would be really awesome to hear some of your older episodes because they're very relevant for for what's happening right now. And and so I asked for help. I said, okay, well, how can you help me? Like, what, what what's on your mind? What are you thinking? Um, and that listener so graciously gave great examples of what I should use them while seasonally they may be like out of tune. Like some of them were in Christmas time and what have you. It was cold out. Um, and we're still, the, the message is what was being identified. And so, uh, we haven't been together like this in a, in a couple of weeks and I really, really missed you guys. Um, and so (laughs) if you've been with me for a little while, you knew of the struggle and every so often I would chime in on an episode in tears, you know, just is really hard right now. It's really hard right now, but y'all we finished and I'm so happy. I wish the graduation music could be playing in the background, um, throughout this whole episode, but I won't bore you with that. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, if, if you don't know of any of that and you're tuning in for the first time, first of all, thank you very, very, very much from the bottom of my heart. Because again, without, without you guys, this would not even be a thing. And, uh, it, it, I don't have enough words for it, but if you're joining us for the first time, um, this was a podcast created to inspire, motivate, and give peaceful and positive perspective to help assist with any of the head and the heart issues that can have a tendency to hold us back and hold us up. Those obstacles can be small for some, but ginormous for others. And so if my contribution to the world is to give a little peaceful perspective or a little positive perspective that can help shift the way we think about the obstacles, maybe it, you know, maybe it's not so ginormous anymore. Maybe it's something that seems feasible to get over, but I do know that we could all get by with a little help from our friends. And so consider me a friend. So if you're joining us for the first time, um, thank you so much for your ear. I've gotten a lot of shout outs and, and high fives and call outs over the past few weeks. And it's been incredible. Uh, and I can't keep up with all of them. So I, I truly thank you. I truly, truly, truly thank you. Um, and it, you know, it, it makes me feel good that I know that I'm not just 
throwing up a wish and a prayer and hope it lands somewhere. Y'all are out here in full support and I really appreciate you. Um, so let's jump right in, shall we? Um, that now the celebration, right? Cause I was just talking about that the celebration is kind of hard to do with the looming situation uh, of just everything going on COVID. I feel like it's spiraling out of control. Um, that's a different topic for a different day. And of course this podcast wasn't created to go over all the conspiracy theories and the scopes of what's happening, but every once in a while I'll dig in. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hard to do that with, with, it's hard to celebrate with the looming COVID stuff and, and, you know, one, one issue that's very close to my heart, the, the racial relations that are existing, um, and that have been existing, uh, for a long time. Um, and so again, it's a little hard to celebrate when people are just out here hurting and feel bad and tired and run down and then having to manage, you know, not getting sick. Right. So it's, it's been a lot. Um, and it almost feels like I shouldn't celebrate, but uh, uh-uh, devil, and you're not going to steal my three and a half year journey joy. <laughs> okay. We still going to do something. I, and, um, shout out to, uh, uh, my, my great friend, Trina and, uh, Stephanie and, um, the entrepreneurs at team Fitbitch and the salad revolution and so many others for pulling together a little, a little gathering, uh, for me to celebrate. It was just it, that y'all know how to make a girl feel special, but anyways, I, I just, I, I'm truly, I'm truly inspired by the people that are around and that the, the people who continuously show up. And so for that, I thank you. Um, but y'all was inspired through some conversations this week and last week. While I've spent a lot of time away from you guys, um, I also have been ruminating over what what could you possibly talk about coming out of this? And uh, trust me, I can talk about a lot, but I'll spare you the details. I'll spare you all of them except for a couple that are on my heart, right? Um, I was inspired through some conversations in the past couple of weeks uh, and it is rooted in, yeah, if you're following me on social media, I've, I've posted, uh, at least one photo, at least you've seen one photo of a graduation photo. And it was around this idea of turn an obstacle obsolete, turn an obstacle absent, like make it go away basically. And, um, if, if you've ever thought of making something happen for you, and or your family, it's never too late. And I think a lot of people needed to hear that because if if you know about me and you know some of the things that I've been through, you would know why putting myself through something like this would have been such a struggle and why it was so difficult to do. Um, but also there's a lot of people that go to their deathbeds thinking that it was too late to start when they were thinking about starting. And they wish they had. And so how can we turn that around a little bit? How can we flip that on his head and get people to start thinking like, how can I impact or do things for myself or my family now? Um, And so a lot of people reached out to me about that comment and just said it was everything that they needed to hear and some. Um, And again, I'm, 
The only way that I know how to give back best is to share what I've been through, not every little detail, um, but to share my mindset into taking on some of these challenges because I think it helps, right? Um, and so I think whoever read down to the to the bottom of that, and it's on social media at the Midweek Muscle on Instagram and Facebook, um, and then of course email jz at the midweekmuscle.com. You can find it there. But good people, I'll put it like this. I guess you never really know what you can do until you're forced by your circumstances to do it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. You'll become very creative on how to make money when you have absolutely none, how to generate money when you aren't making any, let's say you're running a business and you need, you need to generate more revenue because what you're doing is not generating it. Right. Or how to make the, make the most of the money that you have or making ends meet with money. If you have more going out than coming in, I tell you what, I have some, I have seen some things in my day about families who have had to make ends meet and what they had to do in order to keep things going on. My, my family included, right? So, and I'll tell you that creativity is incredible, but again, you, you really don't know what you're, what you're made of or what you can do until your situation forces you to do that. Right. And so that's why I don't, I don't always live by the mantra that, oh, we can't do that. I'm always living by the mantra of show me how, how might we, how can we, because I tell you what, when you say you can't do it, guess what you won't. But if you're thinking of how can we get this done, then you're thinking of all the different ways where you can maybe accomplish it and maybe fail at it. I'm not saying that how might we is going to generate a positive outcome. But if I say, how can I achieve this? Then it starts opening the door for who can help me achieve this or what do I need to achieve this so that I can achieve it, right? And so that's where we go with our episode today is, uh, it is it's not going to be about how do i make money right you know i i can have a whole financial session actually i have people inter, interviewees lined up that i would love to have on the show to talk to you guys about the financial sector sector personal and professional like how do how do how do we do that um but today it's not going to be about money it's going to be about finding the heartbeat your pulse like can we find the vein that you're in and what, what makes your, what makes your blood pressure rise? Not in the negative way, but in the exciting way, what gives you, what gives you excitement? What, what bursts and, and, and what's pushing you to move? Right. Um, and I'll tell you now it's not very important if it's not urging you to move, whatever's on the list of your priorities, if it's not pushing you into action, it's probably not what should be most important on your list. Now, I know that we all have jobs out there that we're trying to do and every single job task isn't the most important. In fact, you probably hate doing it. You hate balancing the books. You hate, you hate 
managing disengaged staff. You hate turning widgets or, you know, going through the rigmarole. And sometimes you just have to do those things. But ultimately, the bigger picture is that, man, if I'm motivated to move this business, I'm going to get my hands dirty and get in the trenches and, and make things work. So, okay, done with the rambling. I got to I gotta keep it moving because our time is short. Um, so I, if it's not urging you to move, then it's probably not a high priority. And, and I say this because this week I want to share two thoughts. And y'all are probably like, wait, where's the third one? Because y'all know I like threes. But this week is only two. And the two are this. Are you showing what you are telling? And two, how are you working through your setbacks? That's how we're finding the pulse. Right? Okay, so I was invited. And I want to share really quickly. I was invited to work on a goal with with a with a teenager, of course, with their parents' permission, right? Uh, they had reached out and and asked me a question, and the question was, it was loaded, but it was simple. The question was, how do, how do I get faster at the mile at running a mile? Okay, and so y'all y'all knew know I used to be a runner, so I'm ready. Like <laughs> I was so ready to talk about all the things that you could do to get faster at a particular race. I, at one point in time, I used to have to run the mile and I hated it. I hated it, but I was fast at it. And there's a reason why, but, um, I was so ready to give all the information that I knew. And as a matter of fact, I had, th- I broke it down into three sections. See, I told you I like threes. I broke it down into three sections and those three sections were the act itself, Running a faster mile means you have to keep running it. Two, your diet. What you put in is definitely what's coming out. And three, your mental. How are you preparing your mind for what you are attempting to do? And how are you talking to yourself? Those were the three things that I gave her, three sections that I gave her in how to get faster at the mile. But I realized I had given too much. I had sent over too much because I I would look at that and be like, whoa, I can do all three of those. I took it upon myself to ask which one out of all three do you have control to change right away? And the response was, I I don't think I understand. And I, I went back and I said, which one can you work on starting right now? Remember the three words, the act itself, diet, or your mental. And the response was, oh, I'll start working on my mental. Wrong, right? Wrong. I said, meet me at the track in an hour. We have to get this work in. Now, good people, I'm not that harsh. I didn't just go out and say, you're wrong and stop talking to me. I just said, you know what? I hear you but meet me on the track and I'll see exactly where your mental is because through the hard stuff, I'll see how you're talking to yourself, right? And I'm not some big guru, right? But you can tell how strong someone's mental toughness is when you tell them to go do the thing that they're struggling at, right? Because then that's when we start talking to ourselves. Oh, you want to quit? 
oh, you want to stop. Oh, you want to do this. And again, I'm not exempt because that was my talk to myself when I was going through the hard parts of my master's program, right? You want to stop because the brain is powered and wired for us to be comfortable. It is. So the minute something is uncomfortable, the brain wants us to quickly get back to that comfortable state. That's why we're so comfortable with being comfortable, right? And so I didn't blatantly tell her that she was wrong, but good people, how we mentally prepare for anything is how we ultimately perform for everything. And so while we can prepare our minds and bodies to endure the impact, we can't will ourselves into more money. We can't will ourselves into a better credit score. We can't will ourselves into faster times. We can't will ourselves into better circumstances. But, but I knew by her answer that physical had to be worked on so I can show her what mental preparation looked like and what mental push looked like and what it sound like. And ultimately, when you start to tap into it, when this is what you feel like. See, sometimes we have to show people how to activate certain parts of their greatness. Sometimes we have to show them when to turn on and off the switch. Just like when we're growing up and, we, and we're teaching toddlers or we're teaching babies, this is when you say, please. This is when you say, excuse me. This is when you say, thank you. I, I hope you guys are teaching those things. I don't know. Or when you're learning how things work and you learn, this is when I turn on a light. This is when I turn off a light. You have to show people when to activate that mental toughness. You have to show people how to activate, how to talk to themselves when things are uncomfortable. Instead of just talking to them, right? When, when you have, when you have the opportunity, are you showing the process as much as you are sharing the story? And ultimately, good people, when you have the opportunity to show people that teaches and directs in the way of care and love and uplifting, when you have the opportunity to do that, show them instead of just talking to them. Because I mean, I tell you what, she probably read those messages and was like, yep, the mental one is what I can work on right now. But what you don't always understand is that, man, yeah, when it's comfortable, I can, I can access my mental all the time. When I'm uncomfortable though, am I accessing the same mental? And that's not always the case, good people. Sometimes I have to know when to turn it on. And if I've never been shown, talking to me ain't about to do it. Wow. Okay, I'll get I'll get off my soapbox there. There's one other thought here, and I hope you guys are still with me. You can't call something a victory if you haven't managed to work through your setbacks. Now, this is where it gets a little tough. And I'm no guru on setbacks, but I have had a few, quite a few to be exact. And I I'm sad to say they're going to happen. <laughs> good people. Setbacks are going to happen. It's inevitable. It's a part of the human experience. Some are weak setbacks. 
some are strong, some are minor, some are joyous, some are devastating, some are cruel, but all of them are life altering. So like this graduation of mine is it, not just about celebrating, right? We don't have to always go out and drink and and, and get drunk to celebrate, right? <laughs> but it's not just about the celebration because I finished. It's indicative of how I had to use my setbacks to enlighten me to keep pushing when I wanted to quit. I've experienced setbacks of many, many, many kinds, as I'm sure you have too. Your, your setbacks don't have to define your character. However, do they, are they helping you to access your character? What do I mean, Joe? Okay, let me go in. I, I read that businesses have um, something called a golden opportunity, right? And um, sometimes for businesses, if, if, if they can manage to survive for this long, golden opportunities come across a business once in every like 10 years, in a 10-year cycle. I found that kind of interesting, right? Because it's like, dang, do I have to wait? Do I have to wait for 10 years for a golden opportunity? So let's break it down. A golden opportunity is a perfect situation, a perfect time, a perfect set of resources and a perfect place that if taken, it grows the business exponentially. So you talk about a breakthrough, like this is the thing that will help you just skyrocket, right? That's a golden opportunity. But Managers often get stuck in what occurred during a setback and bypass it because the golden opportunity isn't packaged the way they dreamed of. Isn't that interesting? So I'm a prayerful person. I, I'm very, I'm led by faith. I'm strongly rooted in it. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, you're going to do this if you do that. No, I, I mean, just spiritually rooted, like in faith, that that's me. Um, but I do believe that we receive a golden opportunity a little more frequently than, than once every 10 years, right? I believe that we do have golden opportunities that pop across our, our livelihoods and our lives a little more frequently than once every 10 years. Um, but here's the caveat. But if we're not mentally prepped, trying to achieve, you know, a diet that fuels us as opposed to just adding weight or physically training for what's to come and physically, again, can encapsulate so many other realms, right? So don't just think like just my body, right? Because that could be emotionally too. That can be mentally too. Okay. Um, so if we're not physically training ourselves for what's to come, we could take on opportunities that end up becoming burdens because we haven't understood in our setbacks who, what, when, where, and why period. Now, if you haven't done the work to understand the inner core of your character, you could be chasing unfulfilling things or people, unfulfilling things or people. See, when you're taking on a goal, the types of people that should, that you should surround yourself around are the inspired, 
the passionate, the motivated, the grateful, and the open-minded. Not because they're yes people. Not because they're like, you can do it, you can do it. Not No, not because that at all. Because they have variations of the truth of what you need to understand the core of your character in the midst of your setback. See, your setbacks will expose to you who's really around and who you are. Why you say that, Joe? Because when you don't have it, you can't hide behind it. So the only thing that's left would be the core of your character to show what's there. So again, taking the example of training, it's easy to say that I'm running faster or better than the people behind me, but I shouldn't be looking that way because I'll either trip up or I'll turn in a stone, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You won't really turn in a stone, but you'll get stoic that way quickly looking behind you. Now, I'm going to tell you something else. It's tough to look at the people ahead of you. And they always say, like, um, I think that the phrase is thief is the comparison, um, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. And there's a reason why they say that is because instead of looking like sometimes we look ahead to see who we need to pace ourselves against. And while you're running that, that might be a good strategy, but really the true strategy is how am I pacing against myself? Is my pace faster than the last time I did it? Am I pacing at a pace that says that through my setbacks, I'm doing a great job? Because again, I don't know what the people ahead of me have done to get there. It's not always because it's natural. They may just have the right people in the right places at the right times. And instead of allowing their opportunities to become burdens, maybe they've allowed their opportunities to be filled with the right people. Now, again, this isn't a blanket statement. This isn't the thing for everybody because some people just have opportunities that they don't realize they have, right? So I'm not negating that. But I am saying that sometimes the pace, the true race is against ourselves, what we feel we're capable of and what we activate when we're in the midst of it. In your setbacks, because it's a real thing, y'all. In your setbacks, are you learning more of who you need to surround yourself with? Or who can best support you? And sometimes it's not always friends or family. It might be a therapist. It might be a doctor. It might be a lawyer. It might be an accountant. It might be a financial planner. It might be some other professional, contractor. Who can best support you during this phase? In your setback, are you learning more of what you need to learn? how you can serve or how you can contribute, where you need to go to get that done. And my favorite, my personal favorite is why. Why do I even need to do it? Because then if I've understood all of those things in the midst of my setbacks and I'm working towards them, only then you can call it a victory because you've managed the setback for what we call an ultimate comeback. 
Y'all, that's my time today. I ran a little over, but again, we have two weeks of like me not talking to y'all and, or me not like saying anything. And, um, I really do. I get motivation out of what you guys send over or what you guys share with me or what you guys are attempting to do. Like, trust me, the talks of, uh, racial inequality and, and race relations and COVID, those things aren't over. I do know that we have to continue, you know, work in those areas and conversations in those areas. And I fully intend to, as a matter of fact, I was invited to co-author a blog. Um, it is on my Instagram bio Kirby day by day. Um, and I thought that was a really, really interesting and great article and a great read. It, it's gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of waves over the last couple of weeks. I mean, my hands have been so busy, uh, but, uh, we're back at it. And I, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm more compelled to talk about the things that I spoke of today. However, I know that, you know, we have to face reality where it falls and I'm not so, I'm not so disconnected that we have to put on the rose color lenses and just pretend it's not even there because it is very much there. It is very much active and it is very much real. But what I will say is that sometimes we have to, uh, take steps back and, and, and have other conversations so we can reapproach with tact and we can reapproach with intensity or grace or patience or whatever we need to have, um, meaningful conversations. So, uh, that's all that I have for us today. Um, I love y'all. I missed y'all so much. Um, I'm thinking about what it would take for me to uh, experience a little bit of a break in between just to get some mental health and track and, and get myself together here. But, you know, that'll be coming soon. I'm always ready to meet you guys here, same time, same place next Wednesday. And uh, I really hope that, you know, you guys got a lot out of this week's episode. Um, I'm sorry that it ran over. Listen, it, it takes a village. And uh, I look forward to uh, meeting you guys here this time next week. I I love you guys for everything of who you are. And I hope that you took a little bit away from this message. If you loved it, can you do me a favor? Can you please share it with someone who needs a good word or two? Also, if you hated it, I understand. Can you tell me why? But also, can you share it to an enemy? Because we all know that we can use a word or two. And that's all I ask. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys here. Same time, same place next week. And until then, let's make it a great week or let's attempt to. Let's have meaningful conversations. Let's learn from our setbacks and let's talk to ourselves a little bit better. And until next time, let's go.